Hello and welcome to the Women X Film Festival podcast. I am Karis and I am the festival director and this is another episode of Podmas. Um, for today's episode, it's a solo one. No one else is here. Feel free to switch off straight away if that's the vibe. Um, but I thought I would take you through a little journey because this year Rianne Pictures turned 10. Now, if you don't know who Rian Pictures are, we are the company behind Women X. We created Women X, founded it, um, and take it through everything it is right now. Um, and celebrating 10 years just doesn't feel real a lot of the time. Um, I think it's because so much has happened in that 10 year period and you know women x didn't even come about until like six years into our journey although you are going to hear some little bits and pieces where the idea was there for a few years beforehand um but i thought i'd take you through this journey of 10 years as a production company and obviously you can talk a little bit more on the conception of women x and the growth and journey that's had since 2019 taking it back to 2013 so I started Rian Pictures on the 16th of November 2013 I was 22 um so I didn't do much that first year I was still at film school I was working at my first two other film festivals um and all I wanted to do was make a short film my own um so that's what we did we did it on the 16th of November so that's the company's birthday that's what started it um the company was never meant to be called Rian Pictures that was a working title I was meant to come up with something really exciting and different and that meant something and I just never got around to it so that's just how it is that's why it's called Rian Pictures god knows what else it could have been called um but yes so I think the highlight of 2013 in those short seven weeks that I had was definitely making our first short film it was so great to kind of take myself out of the learning environment of being at film school and to actually make a short film um with a script I'd made my best friend my sister a shot list on a post-it note a camera that wasn't even a DSLR and just go for it um and we learned so much and it was just really great to have something to work with and as soon as I'd done it I was like right what's the next what's the next thing I want to do what's the next script I want to make what's the next production I want to do um so it was a really great way to just get started I'd say so yeah that was the highlight of the first year second year 2014 a lot happened uh, we actually made two short films and then started our feature and I have to say the feature was my highlight of 2014. So we started making our first feature-length film, Demi. I had made this script and I was really passionate about it. It was like a, it was like a merge of like three short stories I had and I merged it into one feature-length script. And I never like set out to like do a feature straight away or do a feature so early in my career, but I'd just done a long-form short film, which was 50 minutes. And I just thought, what's another 20 minutes? You can make a 70-minute short film. Um and I was just so fortunate to have an incredible team around me. We were all volunteer-led. We all did this, like, weekends and evenings. The team was incredible. I had such a great um, crew with me. I had such a great cast with me. It was a real mixture of people from musical theatre backgrounds, experienced actors, like, fresh, new, early um, career people. And that was such a highlight for me. We shot in the winter. I think we started in November. It was cold. It was dark. Um and we didn't finish shooting until 2015. So it was across like, I think six months. Um, but that was definitely my highlight. Just just taking that experience. And I remember working at um, the festival I worked at at the time and hearing like workshops and panels where it was like, just wait until you make your feature look film and wait until you've got this and wait until you've got that. And part of me, I remember on the train home was like, God, am I making a mistake here? Um, 
but I wouldn't regret it for the world. It was such a massive learning experience. And I honestly think making a feature so early has helped me make shorts and become the kind of producer that I am today. So that was definitely my highlight. Um, very funny memories, very funny experiences. Um, and definitely not expected to do the second year off um, Reampage as being a thing, to be honest. Year three, 2015. So we'd finished Demi this year. We'd shot another short film this year called Extra Time, which I really loved. Um, I was really eager to include football into my filmmaking. And I wanted to use um, a female football team, but we didn't have one in my hometown at the time. That will come back later. Um, so we made um, Extra Time, which was a lovely film, and it did really well at festivals. But the highlight of 2015, I think, is probably going to sound really boring, but it actually is sitting in the sound editing studio for Demi at Pinewood Studios and going through the sound edit. It was just such an amazing experience to just be immersed in the film and to kind of provide notes and to hear feedback and to run ideas and collaborate with my sound editing team um, on this amazing film. And what I loved is that, I mean, that Demi's my highlight of 2014, Demi's my highlight of 2015, Demi's my highlight of 2016, spoiler alert. But three years spent working on this project it meant so much to me and it meant so much that other people wanted to collaborate in that way. I haven't worked on a project that long since Demi, um, other than, like I say, Women X. So it definitely feels amazing. Um, but that was definitely my highlight of 2015. 2016, my highlight has to be, I've got two here. I've got a mini one. Let me have a mini one. So 2016 was year four. The highlight was definitely the Demi premiere. We invited all the cast, crew, friends, family, press, um, local students. Um, we had it and we did like, I think we did like a little quiz beforehand. I can't really remember. Um, but it was just such an incredible experience just to watch the film with everybody. I mean, we had technical issues. The film stopped playing halfway through. Um, but it felt amazing to actually just show the film after the festival run and after we'd all worked on it for three years. And, you know, we'd been shooting since 2014 so it was just crazy to watch things from two years ago that was just such a highlight it was such an incredible moment and yeah isn't I mean because you know I had no event experience I hadn't even like thrown many birthday parties for myself to put together a film premiere screening just felt incredible obviously now looking back when I've worked at many festivals and held many parties I'm like oh my god I would have changed this but that was definitely my highlight year four my mini highlight was getting the first festival acceptance email because it was six months into our festival campaign it was 26 rejection emails later to finally get an acceptance one and I always tell filmmakers this because you can just give up like you can just think oh god I'm never going to submit to it festivals again I'm never going to do this again but it's such a long process festival submissions and festival acceptances um and the wins feel incredible um and that I just literally remember calling Lauren who's my one of my closest friends and the composer of Demi and we were just like oh my god is this real should we go back and like check if it's not a typo um and I've literally I literally printed out the email because I was like I have to keep this forever because I need to just check it's not like not fake um so that was my highlight of 2016 2017 so year five five years into Demi is that right am I doing that right yeah five years into Demi um, five years into Demi, this is it's all my brain now. Demi's gone. Demi's gone. Now it's Foxhole. So 2017, we shot Foxhole, which was my highlight of that year. Um, 
it was my first thriller. It was the first time I'd really spent a lot of time working on the look of the film, the pre-production of the film. We found an amazing location in the middle of nowhere. It was in like a really gorgeous countryside um, on a farm, had an amazing crew. The costumes were great. The props were great. The special effects were great. We really stretched out our crew to include all these new roles that were able to give us so much more to the film, um, which felt incredible. We held a premiere that year as well. Um, and the cast were just such a lovely bunch. Um, but yeah, shooting Foxhole felt great. I had such a good crew around me. I felt really supported. I felt like I could be really creative with things, um, which was really great coming off the back of Demi because I kind of felt like, okay, I've done my feature. What the hell do I do next? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I really loved Foxhole being in 2017. And it was this year that I actually started thinking about making a film festival. Um I obviously didn't do much, as you can tell, until 2019. But it's this year that I started thinking about, could I put together a film festival? If I did, what would it be about? What would it be like? Etc. 2018. So the biggest thing this year that happened was that I moved to the Northeast. So I moved away from my crew, moved away from my cast, moved away from everything I kind of knew, um, which was very daunting. Before I moved away, I had done a lot of shooting for Like a Girl Season 2. Um so to do a documentary was really great for me because it allowed me to be a bit creative in a different way. I didn't have to follow a set script or a set structure. I was able to do one of my favorite things, which is people watch, um, but actually make a really good story out of it. Um, and it really just was great because I loved football and I was able to explore a hobby alongside my passion of filmmaking, um, which was really exciting. And we got some great opportunities. Um, the biggest highlight of 2018 for me was we got to actually film at the time it was called WSL. Um, we actually got to film a match, um, which felt really amazing. Um, it was quite funny though, because we obviously were quite new to the scene. So when we were on the pitch and filming, we were like alongside like Sky and BT Sport and yeah, some people were so rude and condescending. I remember one guy was like, you know, if you bend down and tilt the camera this way, and I was just like, I've just made a feature. Um, but yeah, that was my highlight of 2018. 2019, my highlight of this year was shooting our first film in the Northeast um, coming out for Christmas. We shot it in my house. We had a brand new cast, a brand new crew. Um, we had Sophie, Ashton and Charlotte on set who've always been there before. But it was very daunting for me because I hadn't shot um, without, like, for a lot of my productions, I'd had the same cast for such a long time. And so the same crew members and even the same post-production. Post-production, we had to change as well because people weren't available anymore, which was exciting because they were going on to work on really cool, exciting things. Um, but it felt like a really brave experience, to be honest, 2019, um, to do that. And... Um, experience like the whole process of sourcing from scratch um but that was definitely my highlight um our cute little christmas film which did also do well at festivals i'm very pleased with that 2019 was the year that we started planning women x um so the idea come from we wanted to do like a one day almost like conference summit style but we wanted to bring female filmmakers together talk about what they needed help with what we could do to support them we weren't going to screen films and we was going to screen films and then we weren't going to do it for an afternoon and then we weren't going to do it for an afternoon. The idea was born. The idea was born. Um, but it wasn't my highlight because at the time I didn't know where it was going to go on to be. 2020. <laughs> Not many highlights on this year um, for many people. Um, but 2020, the highlight of the year has to be 
Women X, the first ever one. Um, so we actually opened submissions for the film festival on March 8th. We booked our venue in early March and then obviously lockdown happened. Um, I was so resistant to having an online festival. I didn't think anyone would trust it. I didn't think anyone would come. We were brand new. Um, I didn't think anyone would understand like the I was always told to avoid 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 online festivals in the past as a filmmaker um but the whole landscape had completely changed so as we edged closer and closer to our date in October we had to make the decision to go online um and we sold 180 tickets um which just blows my mind because like I said we were an online only first time film festival um so we had an office space where we were hosting like the workshops and the Q&As and then in between the scenes sorting out all the admin side of things. Um, and it was just such a great experience. My puppy was running around crazy. Um, and we just spoke at looking at each other like, oh my God, like this is happening. It's working. It's all going well. Um, so yeah, that was definitely my highlight of 2020. And did we never thought um, like looking back on like what Women X 2023 was like, that it would become what it was now because of how it was back then um but yeah it was um a big highlight 2021 I think my highlights from this moment forward are all kind of focused around women x but I'm gonna also offer a mini highlight so 2021 I was heavily pregnant when we did the second women x film festival um we did it for three days um we didn't know how many people were gonna come because it was still social distancing times and restrictions were kind of up and down and on and off um but we did we still sold like 180 or so tickets um and we had people come across the whole three days some people come for just one day filmmakers pop in for their screenings um and again the highlight for me was just being in that office environment with all my team and just pulling it together and working on so many amazing things and just making it like work and having worked at festivals for years and years it was so great to bring like my experience to it and other team members brought their experience to it and what we liked what we didn't like what we'd love to do what bits we wanted to be creative on um so it was definitely um my highlight of 2021 alongside having my daughter but that's not related to Ruyan pictures and um, the mini highlight of 2021 is we actually launched rp evolve which was our talent development scheme um it was the first time we did it we wanted to do a three-month program where we helped filmmakers um with their script through providing script notes and development notes we also did workshops we did table reads um we talked about pitching we didn't know what we were doing I mean we had an idea what we were doing but it was the first time we did it so we offered it for free and we got so many applications but we could only offer six places and it was such a great experience it was so great to go through these six filmmakers stories and work on their confidence and their career paths that was definitely my mini highlight of 2021 okay we're getting there 2022 highlight of 2022 is definitely women x um it was it was the third year we did it we were actually back at the hippodrome where we wanted to be the first year uh, but obviously we couldn't because of lockdown restrictions so it felt like we'd come a little bit full circle um we were able to work with some really great organizations that we'd wanted to work with for a long time um we had so many filmmakers come which was amazing we had so many people the public come um i believe we sold over 200 tickets the third year um and it was just great to have like more of the team there, the team to be experimenting with things like Q&As because with 2021, not all the filmmakers come so we couldn't do as many Q&As. 
but we had so many Q&As we could do. We did new things like the quiz. We had like a proper award ceremony for the first time. Um, and it was just such a great highlight. At the time I was breastfeeding and I was needing to take breaks and my daughter was here and there. And it was just so great having a team that was just really understandable at that. And I literally commend Rian Pictures team so much for being so understanding of the kind of dual identity I have or I feel I have sometimes of I'm a mother but I'm also a festival director and I'm a mother but I'm also a producer and being able to adapt to that um I've not had that in my life from everybody so it's really great to have a team that understands that and is patient and um just still is like right let's talk about this yes you've got a screaming baby in the background that you need to deal with and you feel tired and you feel this and you feel that and you've got to pump and okay and things like that so yeah they are incredible mini highlight of 2022 non-women x related i did some mentoring for creative england i got asked to do mentoring for creative england and that felt really great that someone wanted to use our expertise for something it felt really really good so that was a highlight and i also got to do a few talks at um, universities and colleges um, which felt really good after having a baby because it felt like people still respected my head being um, of any use. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. 2023, 10 years in, highlights of the year. Um, I mean, so much has happened. Um, the festival definitely was a highlight, but I think the biggest highlight of 2023 has to be, there's so many, like there's just so many, I'm sorry. I'm going to go for a little mini one. So mini, we launched Rian Pictures the first ever one free script reading service where we provided one page of feedback to 50 filmmakers during the month of February. It was so oversubscribed. We actually managed to do some more because we had some more capacity, but that was such a highlight because it was something new, something Pearl really wanted to do and Pearl believed in. And it was just great to collaborate on that and bring it home. And just thinking 10 years later from like when I was at as a filmmaker with my first short film, I would have so valued someone just looking at it and being non-judgmental and give me a one page of feedback so I can go away and do some amendments. That was amazing. Another mini highlight was our first script competition. Um, again, being able to provide feedback to people, but also celebrate scripts that aren't yet in production, just giving writers the opportunity to get a bit of recognition and maybe getting a producer or director to actually make their film. Um I'd say Women X 23, 2023 was a mini highlight just because it was so popular. We sold out screenings again. We ran out of things at the festival. It was so busy at the festival. Um, we ran out of seats at the festival. Um, so yeah, I'm saying that's a mini highlight because my main highlight of 2023, I think, has to be for Rian Pictures is getting Biffa accreditation for the festival. Um, we had been applying for two and a half years for Biffa accreditation and it meant so much to us. Um, it just gives us a whole nother bit of sparkleness to our festival and just the highlights that, you know, we're doing things properly. We have processes in place. We have um, proper business plans and strategies in place and filmmakers can come to us and have a really great experience with our festival, but then also have the opportunity to be part of a Biffa um, winning campaign as well. So yeah, that was the highlight of 2023, as well as the celebrating 10 years um as a production company which we did with a 10 year old themed slumber party um so yeah there's that well that's the 10 year highlights i hope you've enjoyed this episode i hope you're enjoying podmas and um i'd like to say i know what the next 10 years hold for our 20th birthday but that terrifies me <laughs> i've been karis rian and you've been listening to the women x film festival podcast <laughs>